0: Today, we will answer some questions you have about AI, but we're afraid to ask. All right, maybe you're not afraid to ask, but we're still going to try to answer them next on the Church Solutions Podcast.
1: It's the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by StreamingChurch.tv. The Church Solutions Podcast is all about helping you and your church with technology and other encouraging ideas for ministry. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil
0: Thompson. It's another exciting episode of the Church Solutions Podcast, and my name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Steve Lacey. And I'm Michael Gray. Michael, where you been? We haven't we haven't seen you in I've years. I've just
1: been busy doing other stuff. Sometimes uh Got to do some other things and I don't get to join you
0: guys. I know. I know. You're very busy. You're very busy, man, doing some worthwhile stuff. All right. So uh, we are in episode 396 today of our podcast. And uh, Steve, we have a webinar coming up. And what is this webinar about? When is it? And why should I care? This
2: is a test, right? Uh, I know the topic is uh, new technology to reach your seniors. And it is September 12th. Is that right?
0: Yes, sir. All right. 12 noon, September 12th. 12th 12 noon Eastern, yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's not leave out Eastern. And then, uh, and this is actually, we're working with a company called View Clicks. And uh, they have got some exciting new product that will help churches, uh, well, help seniors be able to watch church services and is very very little if anything that the that the senior has to do because one of the biggest issues right is is setting this stuff up and and i'm a senior now too i, don't, I know it shocks a lot of people but uh <laughs> yeah but you know it's hard sometimes like hey, what do i do here turn here turn, what, what, what does this mean if i click this so they've eliminated a lot of that stuff and uh, and it's just some re- a great tool for seniors so that's so where can people go to sign up for this wonderful webinar They can go to webinar.streamingchurch.tv all right and uh, you sign up for it reserve a seat and uh you'll like it it'll be a lot of fun we we we're, we're interviewing uh, Dennis what's Dennis's last name uh, Dennis, Dennis rank rank on it uh, one of the co-founders of the company and uh, you'll like it and it's a good way to reach seniors so uh, you you can learn more about that September twelfth. All right. So what are we going to talk about today, guys? AI. We're to... AI. There's this awkward silence. AI. <laughs> um, we're going to. So uh, I've compiled twin, twin, count it, twin, ten common questions that people have about AI you know from the ba- very basic like what the heck is ai to well, what are the different types of ai to you know are there some ethical implications to this whole thing with ai what are they uh you know what are the risks involved in ai uh you know things like that it, you know is it is this going to be something that can be used for good the good of, of christianity the good of humans the good of mankind uh, how's it how does ai impact us i mean is it the security purposes and and, and uh, privacy, all that stuff. And so we got a bunch of questions here, which we're going to try to answer. I don't know how far we're going to get here, but uh, we're going to at least start answering some of these questions that you have. And so let's just jump right into it. And we have an AI expert here with us here. <laughs> His name is Steve Lacey, because we're using AI with StreamingChurch.tv, and we like it. So, Steve, what is AI? What does it stand for? And and I mean, well, first I need to define expert, right? Expert is anyone
2: <laughs> that doesn't live in the same town from you that will come and tell you what time it is. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> or, or in my case, told in the what context of <laughs> artificial intelligence, uh, the AI stands for absolute idiot. Because I know very little.
2: <laughs> so I, um, I I actually listened to a different podcast that they're, they're they're driving down this AI bandwidth. so it's it's um, it's some advancements in machine learning. Um, and what's interesting is back in the 80s, I was involved with an aerospace company and one of our gurus that worked there that was really prestigious was working on neural networks and that was a very long time ago and what has been the breakthrough for ai has been the application of neural networks to the machine learning and neural networks is kind of models the way your brain works and how it learns so it's uh it's applied to ai which we're going to get into what kinds of ai there are and that sort of thing so it's just some
0: sophisticated computer tool all right so Let's talk, and and Mike, feel free to jump in or I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, (laughs) No, not at all. I I was going
1: to ask Steve, to can you break down uh, a little more of machine learning? I I mean, I think I get that. It's
2: it's just, I mean, uh, actually, um, Amazon, AWS, has a big uh, thing teaching people how to do machine learning. And it's basically they have their, their little they have a little race car that goes on a track and they'll send you this thing and you, you teach it to stay within the lines on the track and anticipate. And so it just, the more iterations and the more mistakes it makes it and you teach it. Nope. Don't, don't go left when you're there. Don't, you know, don't get this close to this boundary, you know, steer left when you hit the right edge and, you know, things like that. It's, it's just teaching the thing to, 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 uh teaching the machine to behave in a certain way just through throwing a bunch of data at it and creating a bunch of algorithms and you know until you get the answer that you want is kind of or get the results you want. So it just it doesn't actually learn the machines are stupid. They don't they just <laughs> stay don't say
1: that out loud. <laughs> they may be listening.
0: It's just <laughs> they just react to inputs and uh yes. So all right. Well, let's talk about what are the different types of AI out there? Because actually, a lot of people don't realize, but we've been using AI for a long time. I mean, it, this year has been real, a real buzzword because of chat GPT and all that. But there's other stuff that's been AI for actually many years now. Yeah. So the the three main types are the language
2: model ones. And they will they're the ones that will help you do your homework, write a poem, tell you a joke, um, give you uh, respond to chat. They are very good at that. And so there's I, I consider three major areas. There's graphics and images. So there's ones that will go in and make images for you. And and then video. So okay. language, image and video are kind of the three main areas.
0: But you've got other things out there that use AI, like what? like the self-driving cars when you when you put that under AI? Mm, I don't know.
2: I don't know if I would or not, but okay. uh, I mean, it's it's typical of a, a you know the machine that you know the building this little race car that'll stay on their your little toy racetrack. Okay. there that's taken that to the extreme where I got. LiDAR and radar and and images, and I see somebody walk out in front of me, I know what to do. So,
0: But I've read that AI can also be used for things like, they're using it now in the medical field or medical diagnosis, right? Yes. Um, They're using it even, I think, in the area of fraud, fraud detection uh, is what I've seen. So, I mean, there's a lot of little things. I guess it crosses it's not just a black and white deal right i mean right. It, there's there's bits of and pieces of ai involved in, in 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 a lot of our everyday life i mean even even what alexa i mean alexa has i mean i don't know if i'd call it ai but there's an ai part of alexa right mm-hmm.
2: I no. mean, I mean, it's, I, I, it's, we're getting into, you know, what qualifies as AI and what doesn't. But okay, all right. The, well, it's machine yeah, learning, right? So yeah, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, yeah, I'm not sure if she would qualify because she's just really just a search engine. It's just taking voice and converting it to text, and then doing a query, and then getting the query result, and then translating it back to, you know, to text to so voice it's again. It's kind of like so, Google,
0: like, hey Google, what's the temperature? You know, something like that, right? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. So it's just like typing it into the search engine, except it it, right. it, it knows it transcribes from Google, from Google was talking there. Sorry, from the voice to uh, text and does searches and then gets a result and translates the text back okay. to
1: okay
0: to voice. All right. All right. So some people are really concerned about the ethical implications I guess you could say about AI right uh, I mean some people are concerned about privacy and security uh, you know those kind of things any and even accountability uh, what are your what are your thoughts on that so I mean
2: I am of an opinion and there's the, the opinions are going to vary out there that I my opinion it's a tool um, it's kind of like It's a car, you know, it can get me from here to there, but it can also run over a crowd of people. And it's uh, I mean, so it can be very effective and it can be could be dangerous if it's used improperly. So if I want to, if I'm nefarious, I may be able to figure out a way to use this new tool in some nefarious
0: means. Well, and then and, and also there, that brings up another point because, uh, the, again, some people are, are talking about the risk of AI and like uh, there's a term out there called explainability. Explainability, I think it is. Like, how does AI work? H- how do you explain how it works? And, and even some experts aren't totally uh, on the same page about how the system makes its decisions the way it does make its decisions. And, and you know, how do we moderate that? How do we make sure that, you know, AI doesn't, if AI is running your car, <laughs> you know, how do we make sure that it doesn't decide, yeah, I'm going to run these people over? You know, I mean, those are questions that people have that uh, you can't just I mean, dismiss them. Yeah, the, the, it's like, um, you know, a classic
2: example is teaching AI to recognize a cat. And so you give it a bunch of pictures and you say, that's a cat, that's a cat, that's a cat. That's not a cat. That's a cat that you know, you go through and, and the person training it could, you know, teach it wrong and think that a um mountain lion is a cat. Maybe it is a cat. I don't know. It, it is a cat. It's just yeah, a really cat. big cat. Yeah, it's just a big cat.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a cat that will eat you.
2: Yeah. So as they train the AI tools to, you know, uh be able to recognize a cat there's the people that trained it. if they have certain biases or or leanings then the the resulting tool will kind of reflect that yeah uh,
1: they could uh, they could they could easily slip in some dogs and, yeah, and say, hey, say this is a cat and then suddenly you're like wait a minute no it isn't <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. so i hear you saying steve it all goes back to training how are you training? And to me, that's why it clicks, like you said, it's a tool that, if set up properly, will give you some really great results in a, in a fast, quick, you know uh, time, time frame, uh, and a quality response. This is a cat. <laughs> and it's not showing us dogs, because the training is what made it what it is.
0: Right? Exactly now but you know my understanding is okay that's fine if you have one person training it but my understanding is that at least in some of these ai deals that are out there and, and there's multiple companies now right i mean we talk a lot about chat gpt but there's other companies what bards out there what we were you just talking about earlier michael uh Claude. you know there there's a bunch yeah. of them out there and, and, and now uh, maybe I'm totally wrong on this, but I'm hearing that that on some of these AIs, they're gathering information from all over the place. So it's not like Steve Lacey is training this chat GPT.
2: Right,
0: yeah. yeah but there's other people training it there, and there's other information out there. So, I mean, is there some kind of safety and control that we can have over this? I mean, it's it's a tool and you want to use it wisely.
2: So, but there's other people
0: using it. It's not, yeah, you want to use it wisely. Right. I want to use it wisely. <laughs> I think Michael wants to use it wisely. But, but you know, and, and I know, I'm putting you on the spot here, and I know you don't have all the answers, but right. I'm throwing yeah. it because these are questions yeah. that, that, that people have. It's These are legitimate questions. And so, you know, that's one of the things about, you know, how can we ensure that this AI stuff is safe and that it's, not going to pose a threat to humans and and again I'm I, by the way I'm very positive on AI uh but you know I'm throwing out this other we don't we don't have somebody on this podcast right now that would give you the other you know side of the the coin and, and not that I'm trying to be negative but there are legitimate questions about this sure yeah
2: yeah we uh, were- the the biggest fear i think is completely unfounded in that it's going to know that they portray in the movies you know i have this robot and it decides it needs to live without me and you know so it's going to remove mankind and and I, i think this thing is just it's just a dumb tool right it's not it doesn't have emotions it doesn't have a will it doesn't have desires it doesn't have passions that sort of thing so it's it's just a machine that i feed an input gives me an output we were oh, just at
1: a conference and it was funny as we talked to people about one of our new tools or a couple of our new tools, the different responses that people had. Somebody, people, you could see it on their face immediately. They went AI and they were like, fright, a little frightened. Oh, oh AI. And it's I flash back and I think every time a new wave of technology has rolled out, especially the church is like, no, no, not that. That's too scary. That's too scary versus, wait, could this be used to benefit, as you said, Phil, uh, uh, Christ followers, uh, the church in general, the world, humans in general, could this be something that is beneficial? And I think everything that we set up to this point is yes, but... It depends on the person that is involved in setting it's it kind up of, and draining
2: it. It's very similar to when the internet came about. Right. And I mean, I think today most people recognize that the internet has been a powerful tool for improving people's lives. And it's, you know, but early on, it was a very scary thing and, and it could be used for, you know, other purposes that are not uh, above board as well. I and mean, there's, but there's, um, I mean, it's just a tool, right? You want to, yeah. you want to prevent the unlawful activity on the internet, but you don't want to take the internet away. You don't want to say, well, we can't do that, I anymore mean, we have to turn the internet off because somebody used it in an improper manner. I mean, yeah. It's a tool, and and AI is, I think, going to be the exact same thing.
0: So it's just a tool. Yeah. And. I'm- well, you mentioned the internet, you know, and so there is, is there regular, there is some regulation on the internet, right? Is there, is there, is there, a, is there a kind of a, is there a committee out there that regulates the internet? I don't know. Is there, there's no, there's, there's bodies that register domains and
2: administer right. technology improvements, you know, going moving HTML
0: from HTML four to five to whatever. Um, yeah. But I, um, I mean, there's the dark web. Which I, I have no experience in. I don't know if any of you guys do, but no. uh, but you know, dark well, to me. Yeah, well, you know, it's I'm older than all you guys, and I remember like when fire came out. Right, everybody was afraid that it was <laughs> going to cause a problem. <laughs> fire,
1: it was going to burn down our houses. Our caves. yeah, you know,
0: but, burn down um, cave. But I'm being facetious, obviously. But uh, but you know, like the printing press, right? The printing press came out, which was a great tool you know for getting the gospel out right for getting scriptures out yeah but we really. also know the printing press you know you can print other things that aren't such a great yeah, tool and you know? <laughs> yeah and it dates back to Paul's
2: day right romans developed the roads the the yeah, interconnecting exactly. road system and so yeah. that people were able to you know paul was able to use the got use the roads to spread the gospel much more yeah. easily All so right. this is a same kind of thing it's just yeah. the it's the latest and greatest thing that's out there I think it's going to be a really big impact um, to, you know, much bigger than other things that have come and gone or have come and had some promise, but kind of petered out.
0: Yeah. Um, So for people listening or watching us here, uh, you know, is there a way we can ensure that AI is going to be used for the good of mankind? Is there some way to, is there a, you know is there a magic pill that we can say this is only going to be used for good or how do we do that or, or do I think so I, don't,
1: I think it goes back to the same thing you were just saying Steve about the internet we we want to make the internet a safe place to where good things that are amazing can happen there but at the same time we want to limit the bad things but at the same time if you over limit towards the bad then you censor a lot of good so there's there's always going to be this debate of how free should it be to do anything you want on the internet how free should it be to do anything you want with ai same same conversation it's still a tool that is going to so far I, i love it i think it's amazing uh, but I see very much so as a tool because I see it working. I see I have to say, no, not that. I want this and correct it, you know, along the way. Um, yeah,
2: and I think it's going to be a tool that you can also use to police use of the tool as well. So that, yeah. I mean, as things, you know, if someone tries to counterfeit something, I think there's going to be some advancements in AI to re- to recognize that, oh, that's counterfeit. That didn't come from, you know, this legitimate source. And so there's, yeah. things evolve. And-, yeah,
1: and the fake video thing is going to be, it. right now it's really funny. There's some really funny videos out there that people have created that are 100% fictitious that... You can kind of tell, but in some cases they're pretty darn good, and at making it look exactly like something someone saying something that they never said.
0: Yeah, and that could be dangerous. So there, there's got to be some kind of uh, there's got to be some kind of regulation, at least to some degree, I would think. Uh, you you mentioned that uh, the fake stuff out there, Michael. I posted something, maybe you saw it. So our, our friend Kenny Jong started this uh, ai what is it ai, AI for church leaders later it's on facebook right and yep. and i i ran across some stupid meme that had uh, uh i it was a meme that somebody posted somewhere and it was like i asked ai to give me a, a wonderful picture of salmon uh spawning upstream and and the picture was somebody had taken a you know a can of of uh, salmon and that was already cooked or something. I had pieces of it, you know, in in the in the river, you know, and so I <laughs> I put that in there, you know, as a joke, and everybody thought it was funny. And there's this one guy that's on there, and and he jumps in and says uh, says so just to clarify, this is not you know, this is a funny joke, but it's just a joke. It's not the you know, I'm thinking to myself. Thanks for clarifying that.
1: That is kind of the fine line because (laughs) sarcasm and humor and all of these great things that I personally (laughs) love (laughs) are often not true things that you're saying. And so, therefore, it runs into a truth AI. And that's where we've seen it on social media, where uh, they're using AI tools to try to ferret out false things and a lot of cases it points out people being humorous and it's like uh, okay could we train it to recognize humor maybe not i don't know
0: <laughs> anyhow if you haven't seen it it's, it's fun i think it's really funny but i think it's what even funnier was the guy that made the comment oh this was not you know it's like well obviously it's not real salmon it's pieces of cut up meat <laughs> In, you know but I mean, well, it is
1: real salmon
0: it's well it just, is. it's just not live it's, it's just canned it's, salmon it's canned salmon <laughs> you know on the creek bed all right so uh let's move on here so so uh let's ask I ask both of you guys this what do you guys see as the future trends of AI we've got chat GPT up there that everybody's using what what do you think AI is going to be used for in the in the near future?
2: So I think there's just a tremendous amount of possibilities out there. So one of them that before ChatGBT was released, I was listening to a different podcast. They're talking about how they partnered with the Khan Academy. It was the guys that, the, I can't remember his, his name is Khan. But I don't remember his first name, but uh, he he started tutoring his nephew or niece on, on the internet, created a bunch of lessons And so, what they're doing is they're employing AI to act as a tutor so that it would be, it would help teach students that are going along. So it would, it doesn't, you know, it intelligently walks through. And one of the things that uh, they were talking about, he says, Oh, we need you to be able to write this thing. And the student may go off and pull up Chat GPT and create such wonderful pieces of literature and then post it for their homework. And the tutor will go, Hmm. Looks like we skipped a few steps. Let's, you know, move in and walk through the process of, because it understands how to move people along and understands a student that's stuck, how to move them out of their stuck state. You know, I just don't get it. Okay. Well, what don't you get? Or what do you understand? What is, you know, what is challenging about this? And then may I make a suggestion? So they're, they're teaching, you know, they're using chat GPT to be, to act as a tutor, to help kids, um, move through their educational process
0: yeah i think that's exciting so instead of the kid just uh, uh, having chat gpt write an essay for them it actually would help them learn and go through the process of uh, whatever it is they're trying to
2: yeah you know, whatever it may understand. Be and kind of just like a regular teacher would you know what's yeah, yeah. somebody that's struggling with something good. yeah where are you uh, struggling? What don't yeah. you understand? You know, just ask a
0: bunch of questions and then just move yeah. them along. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, it's already happening in AI. AI is already helping and happening yeah. in healthcare. And and I think I saw something recently that AI was involved in scanning somebody's uh, x-rays and, and, and found some stuff that. Yeah. And the, the, naked the, eye guys, didn't see.
2: the guys behind glue, the guys that, put out he gets us the big campaign that was um that they ran through the super bowl and they continue to run Mm -hmm. Uh, they are sponsoring a hackathon because they want to create they want to be able to leverage some ideas that are going to help ministry so it's geared for church leaders and and so i mean the i think we're really early on in what's um what's the future looks like i think there's going to be some I think there's going to be some breakthrough tools in the church and even outside the church. And, um, you know, the church typically lags behind the secular world when it comes to a technology and and adoption, but even some breakthroughs in the secular world, I think are going to affect the church in a positive way as well. I mean, one would be, you know, we have that education tutoring things is you, you put a, a discipleship uh, tone to it, and maybe it can help with some
0: discipleship activities. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, speaking of Christians, have you guys heard any negative feedback from Christians on this whole thing? I mean, I've read some stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you guys, uh,
1: it does it does make me chuckle uh, because it is as, as Steve <laughs> mentioned earlier. When 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 the Internet began, <laughs> there was a lot of the same thing. And, uh, you know, each new rollout of new technology, there's always somebody that's, that's going to end the world. We can't, you know, it's evil. Uh, and uh, it, it gets framed at that because it's new and different. And versus, I, I'll admit to you, I have no, I, I can't begin to think of the, the expansive things that AI can do for us. And neither does do most people at this point, except for the developers, they're, they're beginning to get up, but connecting the dots as Steve is going to do and go to an AI hackathon to then turn it into the machine learning that does something. And it does something beneficial for the church and for mankind. Um, I think people are just always going to push back against new technology, especially if they can't explain it completely.
2: I think a lot of it is, oh, I heard that, you know, I heard this and they don't have any firsthand knowledge with, you know, experimenting with it. And, and so that leads to a lot of fear is fear of the unknown. But once you, play with it and understand how it works, you you start to realize, well, wow, I could, that might help me put my sermons together better. That might, um, you know, there might be some opportunities for me to, to be more effective with my church
0: community by employing this tool. Let me read you something I, I found on the internet about uh, how AI is affecting maybe some Christian beliefs. AI is raising a number of questions about Christian beliefs. For example, some Christians are concerned that AI could lead to loss of faith. Somebody just interrupted me there. Who was that? And as people become increasingly reliant on AI systems to make decisions and answer questions, others are concerned that AI could be used to create artificial beings that are indistinguishable, easy for you to say, from humans— raising questions about the nature of personhood and the soul any re, any rebuttal to that
2: i think yeah it's i think it's kind of reaching out there and it's easy to come up with you know someone says but I mean, and when it gets down to it it's just a tool and so it's just another tool you know we have concordances with our bible which is another tool we have different translations of the bible which was just another tool it's just another tool that's going to be powerful in how we reach people and how you interact so whether it can you know i don't i don't think it's going to be um where it is taking over society and um is dehumanizing everyone (laughs) I mean, if you, it's just a tool. Um, I mean, it's, we have got robot vacuums in my house, you know, it's just a tool. It's not, you know, 30, 40 years ago, we might've thought, oh my gosh, you've got a robot in your house. It's going to
0: light it on fire when you're away. Yeah, but you've told me when I've been talking (laughs) to you at times. That you you know that it knows when you're having a conversation and it comes in and invades and disrupts our conversation. you've told it, me that uh, that that robot knows <laughs> that that Roomba or whatever that thing is called the shark or whatever it knows so it, like, there's something it, going on here. yes, it does have a knack <laughs> to want right. to
2: be wherever I am when it's uh, doing its thing but all right, all right, I we're out could, of
0: time here. okay. Oh. But yeah. And, and look, we ought to, you know, full disclosure here. I mean, we have AI working with us now. We, we have uh, ChatGPT for our streamingchurch.tv video chat platform that you can engage if you're one of our customers, you want to try it, you can use it in our video chat platform. And uh, you can, uh, we always recommend you have a human involved because it does hallucinate at times, or at least the other one did. Maybe this one doesn't. We've updated it. And then we also have the sermon clipper, which is also uh, a part of the AI deal, where it will actually take your messages and can uh, literally cut them up into clips, video clips, and uses, uh, can can create transcripts and can can actually be a great tool if you want to use it for social media or for posting short clips. Uh, yep. So we, we nope, have
1: Yeah, can I jump? So I was just going to share before we started here. I took another podcast. I took it. I plugged it into our AI web clipper. Uh, I said that wrong again. Kick me, (laughs) AI (laughs) sermon clipper. It, It clips up your video content, which is we assume is sermons, but it could be a Bible study or anything that you record in your ministry. Clips it into small 60 to 90 second uh, video clips and then gives you the description of what's in the clip so that you can put it on social media and say, don't you want to watch the rest of this? Here's the link. Um, so I did that, but then it also gave me the full transcript and I took that transcript and I took that over to Claude, uh, which is another version of a different chat GPT. Plugged it in, took that transcript, put it all in to Claude, and I said, give me this many social media posts about this content. Took that text, scrolled through it, and then spit out um, very quickly, um, uh, six social media posts that then will go to promote that podcast. All of that took me, uh, personally took me Just a few minutes behind the scenes, the the transcript and all of that going on takes a little bit longer, but that happens behind the scenes. I'm working on something else. So again, as Steve said, this is a tool. It's very, very helpful tool if you know how to use it and utilize it well. So it could be a, a new horizon for new things for ministry.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that's true. All right. So uh, we're done here. Look, we'd love to hear your opinions, folks on this. Uh, we really would. We'd love to get your feedback on what you think about this whole thing with AI and chat GPT. And actually, as I'm talking, I'm starting to wonder, I wonder if Steve Lacey is actually AI. Is he, is he really, is he, is he, is he's Steve, really a is robot, He, is he a real person. I don't know, but uh, cause he says the same things, but no, uh I'm just kidding, but yeah. Look, we would love to hear hear your thoughts on this, and and we're not, you know, look, we're not experts on this, but we're using it, we are using it, and we're finding out things and we're discovering things, and uh, and my advice to anybody out there uh, that that has that you know is is questioning AI, AI would like to know about it. There's lots of material out there. If you want to go to uh, what's Kenny's website for that, uh, there's a uh, is AI, AI for a dot com. AI, AI for, for church, church Yeah. AI for church leaders.com. I mean, really, I, I would really encourage everybody to educate yourself, you know, yes. go to other sources. You don't have to go to us or go to that place. Yes. You can go to other sources, take a look, educate yourself and then engage in some dialogue with people and then be pro- proactive. Try it. Just give it a shot. You know, you can download chat GPT on your mobile phone, you know? And uh, so there's lots of things you can do to experiment with it. And uh give it a shot and see what you think. So, all right, we're done here. We're way out of time, but I I think this was you know somewhat somewhat interesting. We learned today that AI is a tool. That's what we learned. It's a tool. It's when, a tool. When, when we jump, when we put this in the sermon clipper, that that word "tool" will come up. It's going to be. As long as it doesn't say
1: you're a tool, and then I guess <laughs> we're okay,
0: which it will for me. <laughs> All right guys, thank you so much and uh Amen. and and thank you folks for tolerating us today and uh, uh please take care of yourselves and each other and catch you catch us again on another episode of the Church Solutions podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. We'll talk to you soon.